Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Change Your Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. We got a great show tonight. Tonight we'll be discussing, uh, did they teach you this in school? Mm. <laughs> mm. Everybody scratching their head in this show like, damn. Damn, I really didn't give a damn. You know? <laughs> Super excited about doing this show. But, you know, before we start our show, I want to say what's up to my awesome producers, DJ Lab and Sweet 16, uh, 316. Thursday, brother. Hey, man. Happy Thursday. And uh, rough Thursday. Rough start to the Thursday, but we made it through. <laughs> then whole power out. Whole power. Hey, you know, I was tired as hell, man, because I stopped working last night probably about 1.30, 2 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I wake up. It's about uh, 6. I usually wake up at 6.30 mm-hmm. get my kids up. Well, a little early in that. Long story short, I woke, woke up, quote, unquote, late right. at 7 Okay. To get the kids up. I'm like, damn. <laughs> no damn power oh, on. Right, right. So I'm looking and everything, get the kids, hey, y'all. And I had to just, you know, use my phone to email the teachers. That's when then I got the text in from Georgia Power, uh-huh. massive power outages and stuff like that. So I okay, okay, cool. So, man, <laughs> to be honest with you, I actually used the day to kind of just let my batteries show up, man. I right. was tired. I've been going so hard for the past Month and a half, man. I I needed those couple of hours, man. Right. So I laid it down. Woke up around by twelve thirty. Say went back to bed. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm talking about just man. And man, I woke up like RoboCop. I was right. like, cool. Cause <laughs> your boy been drained. I've been drained, but I needed it and everything. Right. So, um, I hope everybody was safe and sound through the storm and everything. And you know, um, is there any reports? Is most people back with power and everything? Okay, so good. Yeah. Glad everybody got power restored and everything. But I went outside, man. My whole yard was a mess. Really? With everything, branches and stuff. You know, I got a lot of trees in my yard. Okay. And everything. So branches and everything. Just it, it was it was crazy. So I'm glad you know slept through that and everything. You yeah, know. I know, right? Yeah, but uh, got an awesome show planned for tonight, man. I'm real excited uh, about tonight's show. I think we'll have a good discussion in regards to it. So again, we're discussing. Um, did they teach you this in school? Um, you know, as always, we started show off. We you know revisit the previous week. Um, again, we're still in the middle of the pandemic. COVID cases on the rise. Do all the basic stuff that you learned in preschool. Wash your hands. Keep social distancing. Um, don't cough in nobody's face. Uh-huh. Cover your mouth. You know, and everything. Just you know, basic stuff and everything. Be careful out there. Most importantly, don't want to make a joke out of. But be very careful. You know, it's funny because I want to say funny, but the cases on the rise all over the country. But it's not really been crazy in Georgia. Yeah, just looking at, you know, the, the maps, you see all the dark red and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Just, you know, not saying people not getting it, but uh, especially, you know, you like Georgia, man. We, you know, we, we ain't even, you're like, we adverse to masks. <laughs> we buck the system. I, I, I go in the damn store looking like I'm feeling down. I'm in a, uh, one of those sci-fi movies with all the shit on me. Right. Everybody's walking around like, what the hell wrong with this now? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I ain't letting my guard down at all. Nah. Because I know one MF can't afford to get sick. Let me knock on wood with that. But I, got, I got too much going on. Exactly. So I got to be safe with that and everything. Uh, if you haven't voted early, I, I went and did a early voting down at Clay County Old Courthouse. Okay. You know, went and did and everything. Had uh, some nice, nice staff down there. Nice staff and nice looking. So, you, know, <laughs> you never know what you'll see down the early voting polls. So just go on down there. You know, I know they say they're volunteers, but they ain't too bad looking. So you might want to. Fellas, you know, and everything. You know, look at the guys, ladies, but it's pretty cool and everything. Got that out of the way. Did my civic duty. But if you don't get a chance to do that, just remember that Super Tuesday is next uh, week, November what, 3rd? 3rd. Yeah, November 3rd. So, you know, if you can't, just get out there and, you know, get on top of it and stuff. But uh, please practice your right to vote. A lot of people died, especially African-American. A lot of people died and uh, gave a lot of sacrifice for you to be able to do that. So, uh, whatever you do, please just take it upon yourself. I know a lot of people got different views about it, and we've talked about it on the show and stuff, but I'm asking you, can you please just take advantage of it? I do think that's your civic duty uh, as an American citizen, because if you don't vote, you don't have a voice, regardless right. how you feel and stuff like that. That don't mean everything going to go your way, but you at least got to extend your voice. Right. You know, we're doing it. So uh, remember that next Tuesday, uh, November 3rd, make sure you get out at the polls, be very active. I am a member of the 100 Black Men South Metro chapter. Most of the... Uh, the different uh, branches of, uh, I'm saying branches, what are we, uh, clubs, or nine clubs? Chapters. chapters. thank you, man. <laughs> Atlanta Public School graduate, there I go. Most of us chapters in Atlanta, uh, we have different uh, vehicles set in place. People want to do early vote, you need rise to the polls. So you can Google uh, 100 Black Men, South Metro chapter, any one of the Atlanta chapters. If you need any kind of assistance going to the poll next Tuesday, 
uh, anything like that. So because we are partnering with it, with the local counties that we are in. Then definitely if you're on the south side, you know, anyone of uh, South Fulton, Clayton, Henry, just reach out to uh, uh, South, south Metro 100 Men Chapter, and we'll help you if you need any assistance. We'll get into the poll on next Tuesday, okay? Um, also, still been trying to do the web event. We're not trying. We've been doing the webinars. The tax course is coming. I'm thinking about releasing. I'll get a date out next week for sure. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's going to be November 12th. The course will be live okay. with that and everything. Um, I start um, with Majestic Business Services. You'll see the videos. I'm probably going to start training for new tax preparers on November 9th. And everything like that. So again, you know, I'm putting you know the information out November 9th. We'll start training for new tax preparers. So you want to make a little money with your boy. You know, again, this is this is not you know me giving you know you know I have a dream speech. You know, anybody like to make money, Pooch like to make money. So <laughs> right. we'll be you know start pushing everything this weekend in regards to people that want to you know start doing taxes for us and everything. We'll probably start training November 9th, and I release that. Um, if you want to have your own tax business course, remember with the course, it's not a course for learn how to do taxes of course for you to learn how to have your own tax business so it's mm-hmm. kind of ideal for a person that's been doing taxes past couple of years or years or so you know for the family and friends and now mm-hmm. you're looking to expand to know how to do it right then the course is for you now if you fill out a 1040 and stuff like that it's not necessarily for it's not for you mm-hmm. you want to have some kind of knowledge about doing this stuff but you know that's the way i can teach you give you my proven strategy for you to you know your first year be sitting there making six figures in the first five months in business and stuff like that this is not anything hypothetical. Again, this is documented. So, again, you know, just be on the lookout for that. I think the release date for that is going to be November 12th. I think that's a Monday. Uh, we're going to have that. No, that's a Wednesday. Well, anyway, I put it out. It's going to be out no, in a couple weeks. November 12th? Ain't that a Friday? It's going to be out. But when it be out, trust me, I'm going to run my mouth enough to release I'm it in there. Right, what the right date is. November 12th is a a Thursday, okay, night of the show, you know, and everything. You know, it'll be out. It's ready and everything. So again, um, you know, I look forward to having that out for everybody. So again, that we will be releasing that with regards to you know having your own tax bill, but also we'll start training for you know interesting tax preparers work for uh, Majestic Being Services November 9th, Okay, hey man, uh, again, this is Change Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. You know, Change Lives. We talk about motivational professional development personal development all uh, a lot of other good stuff got 200 video over 200 videos on uh, the platform so make sure you subscribe to changing lives also see us on our uh, facebook and follow me on the deontay underscore 77 on ig um and what am i forgetting some of the th- yeah and changing lives on tiktok as well and everything again we have over 200 videos again where we put a lot of good information out so make sure you subscribe to the channel like us on facebook as well and also join the email list on our videos. Make sure that you're looking for the email list. Join it so we can keep you updated on all the different events, the different products, the different services, and everything that we got coming down the pike. So make sure you join the email list as well. Now, going into tonight's show, did they teach you this in school? Because, lad, mm. what had me want to talk about this show is because you get a lot of times people go in and they, they'll start different businesses, say say different things, and they all use that old cliche. See, they didn't teach you this in school. Right. But this is what they kept from us and all right. that kind of stuff. And, you know, think, you know and again, you know, I think I'm pretty sure a brother. And um, a lot of times I think people say certain things and I like, they taught us, but your ass wasn't. Yeah, hey, you shit. <laughs> <laughs> you was back there yeah, that girl. Was, they didn't teach you that in the damn Crayola class. <laughs> shit, now. But they taught it, you know, and I just think a lot, you know, I want to have an open discussion with regards to people because so so often people really don't want to be accountable mm-hmm. about certain things that they've been through or had, you know, opportunities to do in life. It's quick to pivot it off on something else where they mm-hmm. didn't. And, um, you know, you a lot of times we sit with your friends and stuff like that, especially like, you know, you, you and your boys, y'all get to talking about, you know, growing up mm-hmm. and doing certain things and, Especially with uh, uh, athletics and stuff, man. The coach would let me do this and all that, you know. And I know, like, a lot of me and my partner, me and some of my old uh, teammates, we all get together and just chop it up. And a lot of times you hear people uh, saying different things in regards to, you know, what didn't happen to them in school. Mm-hmm. Like, man, if I would have been taught this and they don't put this into you, especially when people first start learning stuff, man. Right. Yeah, man, this is what investing about. See, they didn't put this out in school. And they didn't teach us about, you know, the law, they didn't give you this information. 
And I just look back at, you know, being a proud Charles Lincoln Hall for High graduate. Right. <laughs> our magnet program was a financial services uh, program. So that's when I first got into finance, accounting, and everything. If you don't know, you know, uh, I'm an accountant by profession. Been doing accounting over 20 years. And that's when I first got introduced to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, accounting is extremely boring. <laughs> you have to know. Don't I know you, it. You have to like accounting to do it. But most accountants like me, it's not that we do it for fun. We do it because we're analytical people. We like mm-hmm. looking for nickels and pennies and all that kind of stuff. Right. Whatever. But that's that's how we are, how minds work. But long story short, that's what I mean by I was introduced that from there. And I always say to people, like, you know, did they not teach you this in school or did you really try to find that out? Or were you at the point where in, in, in life, you know, sometimes, you know, your parents teach you. This. People say a lot, too. Well, you know, my parents would teach us this and we, we weren't taught that. Well, first of all, you know your mama, you know your, your daddy. daddy. <laughs> your damn daddy, Mr. Goodrich. You know if they know yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you yeah, want to yeah. learn that from them or not. <laughs> exactly. How the hell? You know, yeah, man, we, we two or three generations, damn, damn daddies couldn't even damn read. They right. could work. Right. So you talking to me, they didn't teach me investing. Shit, they better were working. <laughs> Come on, man. I, I ain't want to learn no investing from my mama. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Shit. Counting, you, huh? My daddy could teach me nothing but how to five a straight shooter. That's about <laughs> my damn daddy. Shit. Now, my mom and me mix some drinks together. If I wanted to be a bartender, but investing? Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she invested in corn liquor stores. Every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> you know, and, and, and the funny part about it is that, again, the, the beauty of life is not when you got information, it's just when you get the information, what you choose to do with it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I really just kind of inspired me to talk about tonight's show. Did they teach you this in school? Because people don't want to reflect that some folks got it. Mm-hmm. I always remember um, my senior year, and, like, I kind of effed off, you know, not in a bad way, but just kind of when I say effed off, I wasn't as focused that uh, ninth and tenth grade years, I suppose, but I was always in – you know, the smarter classic, I was a smarter kid. Mm-hmm. Long story short, the, I didn't have a uh, 3.0 graduating out of high school. And uh, my class, 95, was the first year of the uh, uh, Hope Scholarship. Because mm-hmm. that was the first, we, had, we, was the, we was the test class. No, 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 the year before. We were the first class that had the graduation exam and, and they were giving the Hope Scholarships. Long as you had to have a 3.0. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was just it for uh, uh, for the Hope, qualified for the Hope. Long story short, I didn't have one. And I just remember everybody getting the tassels. They had been in the little magnet program. And I didn't get one. Right. And I'm all left out. Right. And I'm just sitting running my mouth. And when my buddy said, What well, the hell, Poochie? They got one because they worked for it. You mm-hmm. didn't do it. You didn't, you know. Right. And, you know, I wanted to say, Man, shut the hell up. But he was really right. Right. And to his credit, he was mature enough to say that to me that time. And that was one of them things you're like, Yeah. I wanted to blame it on everybody else why I didn't get this, that, right. and that. And I didn't want to look at the man them in the mirror. say something, don't they? I, I, mean, I had a lot of tassels, but I, I didn't have. This was one kid in my school. I think they had made new tassels for that person because she had like ninety-seven of them. <laughs> Lab, I ain't have a damn one. I had more damn brains, but none show for it. I had, that would army pulled all that out of me. I, I had most of my tassels was because I was so young, graduating out of high school. They wanted to emphasize that because I'm coming up tassels. I was like. I don't think I was in that class. But <laughs> <laughs> get, it, get, get the young boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Get the 15-year-old graduating high school. Put that's awesome. Here. That's awesome. But, no, nah, I, I can definitely tell you I didn't get any. And uh, that was one of the things, man, you know, they kind of, you know, stuck with me just like, damn, you know, those people got it. They earned it. Mm-hmm. They worked for it. And, you know, again, Poochie, you didn't do it. So that, that's how that is. And like I said, I thank God with me going into the Army, man. Army pulled, The U.S. Army pulled all that out of me in terms of, just being accountable and really, really showing me that if I don't work to my potential, I'm going to work for a lot of dumbass people mm-hmm. that are not as smart as me. <laughs> right. That pulled that out of me real quick. Real easy. You're right. like, damn, you know, he, if I think he, I can't think he's too damn dumb if I'm working for him. Right. That pulled all that out of me. <laughs> all that. And I know a lot of people in situation, man, this supervisor dumb as hell, this, that, and that. But who the damn fool if you working for them? Right. Oh, Lord. That's a, that's a, pain, that's a painful damn question. Man. That's a painful question. Yeah. This is where the excuse come. Well, he got it because he knew somebody. You can fix that too, shit. Know a few hey, people. Hey, hey, hey. 
That was a damn, hey, man, that was one of the things. I, I found out I real quick in the army. Shit, man, uh-uh. This ain't going to work. Uh-uh. Hell no. These dumb, yeah, you know. But I, uh, uh, I appreciate that opportunity. But, again, that's one of the things you look back at, like, you know, did I or didn't I do it and why didn't I do it in regards to you look at, you know, what was taught to you in school, what was even with your parents and teachers and stuff like that. Again, it's a change of lives hosted by yours truly, Deontay Bird. Tonight's show we're talking about did they teach us this in school? Did they teach us this in school? Make sure you go to uh, check us out, Changing Lives, under YouTube, Facebook, and uh, TikTok on the Changing Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the Facebook page. We've got like, over 200 videos on the Facebook page. So I want you to make sure you, you know, check them out, leave feedback. If you're checking us out in the, uh, the chats right now, you know, we stream live on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Make sure you leave comments, dialogue, got any questions. You know, feel free to, uh, you know, speak and say something on it and everything. Because I want to have an open discussion about this tonight. Mm -hmm. Because I hear it too often with people saying they didn't teach us this in school. They, oh, you know, my parents didn't create this and create that. Like, okay, like, okay. <laughs> you know, you think it too damn, you know, too damn, you know what I'm saying? I was like, man, I know your mom and daddy. Shit, man. God, it's a miracle y'all got raised. Because <laughs> ain't no way in the hell. I mean, let me tell you, so I love my granddad, Dev. He taught me how to be a man. He taught me, you know, and again, I got some of his great ways, and I got some of his damn bad ways. Mm -hmm. But again, I mean, at the end, of the, I think the pretty, finished product pretty good. And I ain't finna dwell, I'd never damn dwell about what the hell the man didn't teach me. Right. I think he did a pretty good job of laying on me what he could. Right, right. And I think people just focus on the wrong damn thing when they keep bringing up, they didn't teach us this and teach us that. You know, I go back to... Uh, when I was in school, you know, you in school again. I now I will say this is like an unwritten bias with, with teachers. I see this, in, you know, a lot of teachers, even with my children. I probably make them uncomfortable by asking the million dollar questions. Right? Why the hell the girls got all the speeches at the programs? Right? You know, what I'm saying like hell. You know, the boys can't say speeches. Right? And it's typically if the girl is smart, the kid is smart. Only the smart kids can talk. Right? And you equating because this kid is smart. The, they can say a damn speech. Right. Man, my son ain't the damn brightest. But daddy, look, he got he got a head full of game. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> super charming. You right. know, and, and, and it's just that I think a lot of times the people, the teachers, that's how they equate it. But that, but that smart is based off a book sense of of smart. It's not based off just some some kids just don't do well in class, but they are very intelligent. Yeah. You know, a lot of geniuses who don't even take to school at all. Or, or be and still be geniuses. So it's not the fact that you can't tell me that this child is smarter just based off the school facts. There's a lot more goes into that. I totally agree with you, but we got to be realistic too, as a parent, and just you know, and, and, and you know, people, you know, in general, a teachers are teachers. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're not, you know, they're not skilled to be analyzed who's a damn genius. Right? They're not. If, if they were genius, hell, they wouldn't be teaching. <laughs> huh? So, so I'm just saying, like, you know, damn. You know, saying you want this person to find all this brilliance and work out this brilliance in your child. And shit, you know what I mean? But, Come on, man. Well, my thing is if they can't work out the brilliance, how they going to know who the, who the smartest? If they can't work them out between the two. Tess, sad to say, Tess. That don't, that, don't, open, that don't do it for me. I had a very open discussion of one of my kids that I coached. His, his uh, mother was uh, actually an instructor for the gifted programs. In one of the school systems, and she was very adamant on test scores. And I said, like, how the hell, like, right. there's the test scores, and then we give them a test, and we base this on that. And I'm like, no. Right. I mean, a kid can be a, an imbecile based on a test, but they're brilliant as far as creating systems, foresight, mm -hmm. stuff that you know that that, that that that'll make you a leader and stuff. Like, you can't test that. Mm -hmm. You can't test, you know, and everything. Like, you know, again, and you got people that are actual brilliant, brilliant as far as testing. But they can't handle stuff. I was just thinking, you know, yesterday was funny. Uh, you know, I got an undergrad in finance and my master's in supply chain, so these straight math and mm -hmm. quantitative degrees. And typically, I only seen maybe one brother, mm -hmm. maybe one white guy. You know, typically those those degrees are dominated by Asians and Indians. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're walking calculators. Right. Now, I can figure out any math problem, Lab. Mm -hmm. Your boy can figure out any math problem. Anything quantitative, I can sit here and do it. And it's going to take me a while on the board. Right. I can multiply and divide alphabets like nobody else. Right. But it's going to take me a second. Right. But I can tell you, those Asians and Indians, soon as they wrote down 45. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? 
you know. Twenty three. Shut the hell up. I should be in class like that, man. Right. I'm talking about undergrad and grad school. Right. And you be sitting there, how the hell? But the thing about it, in Asia and India, it's not that we don't teach our kids. We teach more of a holistic thing. You know, we teach them, you know, all kind of social skills, history. They're most based in science and math. So yeah, they put yeah. a greater emphasis on that. Science, math, doctors, stuff like that. Exactly. All that stuff, yeah. The flip side of that is no social skills, soft skills whatsoever. Right. So you sit here, a lot of times those people are saying, uh, degree paths, they're pigeonholed in. They can only be analysts. Some can be engineers. Some can be college professors. But they're never in a position where they can actually lead, deal with people and mm -hmm. stuff like that. You hardly ever see any agency outside of Asia, any Asian CEOs, mm -hmm. any Indian CEOs or management and stuff like that because those people skills, soft skills, they don't have. Right. I mean, brilliant minds. You be in college with them and not, not trying to. And, and they be brilliant. I mean, and some of them are very nice people, but uh -huh. you're like, let's go to the party. And they're like, uh-uh. <laughs> I, I can't. They get anxiety about going to the party. You know what I mean? So I, I've been in class when in my in my um, studies with psychology was my undergrad. My master's was uh, um, business administration. Mm -hmm. But um, it still took some math and something like the business administration part, but it wasn't nothing like what you went through. No, I, I, started, I started down that path, and now it's like, too many damn letters in this number. Let me switch. Well, <laughs> well the biggest thing was, you know, and, and I'm just saying, just I, I look back at that. That did the most for me because I learned at the end of the day, I never had nobody help me. And I had to, college really taught me how to figure it out. Right. Not necessarily the problem, figure out how I'm going to get it done. And to be isolated like that, that helped me out in the big picture of things. I didn't go into it to learn it like that. Right. But it just helped me. I'm just looking, when I look back at that and everything. But, you know, but just going into that, what I was saying in regards to those, you know, that's a perfect example of, like, they're taught one thing, but, again, this is the, the, the benefit of it. Like I said, they're pigeonholed in, you know, because they can only do certain jobs. Right. You know what I mean? You know, again, but it's just people say, well, we don't teach our kids this, we don't teach our kids that. You got to kind of look at the benefit of it. You know, it's it kind of like a give and take right. with certain things because that's one of the things I don't think people want to stop for a second and just look at this and say, listen, what kind of student were you? At 15, 16, 17, 18, when you said what well, they didn't teach, were you really trying to learn more? Because typically most of your teachers, when you approach them, and they show you got uh, a percentage mm -hmm. of interest, they kind of dwell to right. it. Now, they might have that one or two kid that they feel like, oh, I got, you. I think you got potential, and I'm going to try to push you. But that's you in the damn movies. Teachers see your ass and trying to learn, and they're like, okay, F it. I just got to go home. Mm -hmm. I'm going to smoke my cigarette on my break, and, it's, and the day will be over. Right. And I'm, I'm 45 years from retirement. I remember them <laughs> teachers. Go smoke that Marlboro. And I was like, yeah, that teacher come back with a Marlboro breath. Right. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm going to give you a good story <laughs> of, of, of teachers in school. Uh -huh. This is from my sixth grade year. Now, this is sixth grade. Keep in mind, y'all, lab graduated yeah. at 15. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, you know, again, we talking to Einstein. Now. Right, right. <laughs> I'm listening to you. So this is my sixth grade year. Now, I have, at, at my school, we did change class, but we changed class within that floor. Mm -hmm. the history teacher over here, social, I mean, social studies teacher over here, math teacher over here, some other teacher. But my main room teacher was my English teacher. Gotcha. The only teacher I remember in my sixth grade ever, his name was Mr. Hogbrook. Gotcha. Only teacher, six, nine, white guy. I remember him so well because he taught us so well. Okay, cool. To be in his class and learn English was just like, it was cool. He, it, he, it wasn't just that he was just cool. It was just the fact the way that he taught you. He wasn't a, a, a authoritarian type teacher, but the fact that he wasn't, we still respected him. He didn't have to be all rough and mean to be uh, to be a to be a teacher. You know what I'm saying? For us to uh, behave in class. Uh huh. But the rest of them teachers, the math teacher, I remember her name because she was evil. <laughs> <laughs> She was evil, and that was during the time that they could still hit you in school. The teachers could still hit your hands in school, whatever with the ruler. Mm -hmm. She always thought of a reason to hit my hands. Uh huh. But anyway, so I could I could remember her because she was mean, but I remember him and his name. I don't I don't necessarily remember her name, but I remember him and his name because of the way he taught us. Uh huh. As like we took in everything that he said because we paid attention to everything that he said. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. No. So skip ahead to my senior year in high school, gotcha. the only teacher I remember was my African-American studies teacher. Mm -hmm. And that's because she was beautiful. <laughs> was 
she was she had dreads, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Back in 83, 84, she yeah. had dreads, she had the bees and shit. I mean, it was just <laughs> it's like a black goddess. I used to walk in that class like this. <laughs> but I paid attention because I paid attention to her. Yeah. <laughs> but like so, them elementary school teachers, I've been when I be going with 100, right. Lord have mercy. <laughs> What school do you teach in? Lord, Hammer. <laughs> they got the tattoos and everything right. showing love. <laughs> Shit, undivided attention. I'm sorry, let me to cut you off. No, but that was those are reasons. Those are two examples of me paying attention and getting the information based Different off reasons. right based off my reasons as to why. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and, and it's funny because again, when you know you get different things that can spark a kid's attention. Uh, right, my uh, my army buddy Matt Austin he asked me like, "Do you think sometimes it's uh appreciate you tuning in, brother? Uh, we got a little here. This is some old Jack right here, brother. <laughs> but he was just saying he was asking me in regards to, you know, do a lot of things be cultural people what things will learn or how a person is, and sometimes, and I I think some things are, but I think it's less, it's less cultural, it's less than what they don't give you. I think is more kind of internal. If you're internally an inquisitive person, you're gonna ask questions. Mm-hmm. Now, again, you do have things they say if you damn around people, like the video I made about, excuse me, stop telling you, stop uh, having your kids ask questions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, kid, ask questions, they, you know, want to dig into stuff. Stop asking them damn questions. Right. And you can kind of kill some of that, you know, energy or the spirit because they want to learn. You kind of knocking it down with doing that. But I think a lot of things is not necessarily, you know, cultural or whatever. It's just some things that turn, some people actually have drive. Some people actually. You know, actually, you know, want to dig and want to learn more mm-hmm. and everything like that. Do you have things that can go on at home, things that can throw you off and, and stuff like that? Absolutely. But I do think the most of the times people will actually are a certain way. Mm-hmm. I always say all the time is that intelligence is intelligence. Mm-hmm. You, you don't know how a person is going to use that intelligence. Right. That person can use that intelligence and start a multi-million dollar company. Mm-hmm. That person take that same intelligence, start a multi-million dollar drug operation. Right. Intelligence is intelligence. Right. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You know, you have, it, it, it doesn't matter. Now, how that person channel it, that's, Them, that's you, you don't know. Right. And that's the thing about it. You don't stop. I, I say it all the time. You don't stop ever being smart. Mm-hmm. You never stop being smart. The, the brain capacity and all that stuff, how you use it, mm-hmm. you know, People will say sometimes you hear, well, like, they'll, they'll do the documentaries on the, I think I've seen this thing on, or whatever, Big Meech, and they were saying, like, he could have been in corporate America, he could have did this, that, and that. I don't know about that. You know, he had a corporation, you know. Right. Then the brother Smart, he did a multi-million dollar drug operation. Right. I don't necessarily know, because he could have did a corporate America thing. Now, again, because it's things that the most intelligent brother in corporate America can't do out there in the dope game. Right, right. There's some things I hear the most intelligent brother, successful brother in the dope game, can't do it in corporate America. Right. Cause that's why I say a lot of times people are like, well, I could have did this, I could. You did what you did. Leave it at that. <laughs> you, did that. you know. Exactly what you, need to do. you know. <laughs> this glass looker got all kind of potential. Right. Until I pour it in my mouth, we don't put nothing in action. Potential. Potential. Right. Right. That's it. You know. And, and, and I think it's easy for people to do that. And a lot of times, we don't want to address what we didn't do because when we start self-reflecting about, you know, it's easy to say, well, lab didn't teach me. Or they didn't give me this. They right. didn't give me that. But we start talking about what the hell we didn't do. Oh shit, it hurting now. Oh yeah. Lord. Yeah. Well, Pooch, you know the man offered you the job, but you did this, that, and that. Like, damn, man. You know, right. you know what? Damn, I did have that opportunity, you know, and everything. I told you them times, you know, you asked the, you know, I told you that uh, damn the the one girl, you know, what was that knife tech raid? And I was like, man, I should have talked to her. And right, right. I yeah. should have walked down the hall with Magilla Gorilla. <laughs> you said you didn't say nothing. Yeah. Why you saying that to me, Poochie? <laughs> what? Never again. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, daddies. Right. Huh, you know. <laughs> Say never again. I was screaming with my mouth closed. <laughs> you know. But you know, just one of them things we we, we really don't want to address. <coughs> excuse me. What we didn't do and what we uh what we didn't take advantage right. of because now you got to be what accountable. Right. People don't want to be accountable. Right. And that's and that's the thing with me when I graduated high school at fifteen, my friends I always say, well, how you how you how you be a senior already? You know, they was like freshmen and sophomores. Uh-huh. How you be a senior already? I'm like, well, you remember all them times I kept going to summer school? Y'all kept telling me, man, I ain't going to no summer school. I ain't going to summer school. Yeah, I'm, it's summer. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm on break. We break it. I said, okay, well, I'm going to go to class. You know, I went to summer school every year. Every year. That's how it helped me get, become a, you know, graduated high school at 15 because I went to summer school because it, it was free in Chicago. I wasn't doing anything else, so I would just go. And they were like, you signed up for summer school. You signed up. I ain't going to summer school. Okay. Well, while I'm walking down the aisle at 15 and you still a sophomore, that's what happens. Let me let me ask you a question. You know, before I even say something, not regarding that, but just did you know at that young what you were doing? And like you no. say, okay, okay, okay. I went to, I went to summer school because, to be honest, because I was getting something to eat. Gotcha. I had a mama who wasn't very attentive. Gotcha. So I had to uh, figure it out, uh-huh. and I figured out that summer school they give you breakfast and lunch. Uh huh. That's why I initially went there for cool to get breakfast and lunch so I could have something to eat during the summertime months. Uh-huh. You know, you can only go down to your friend house so many times without feeling like a burden. Mm-hmm. So I'll go to summer school, get that cereal and that milk and that whatever it was for breakfast, get that donut and milk for, for lunch, because it wasn't a whole big, you know, menu, yeah. but it was something. Absolutely. School, they would get out at 12 because it was like 8 to 12, gotcha. 8 to 1, get out at 12, and by 12, everybody be coming outside anyway. So them four hours I spent in school, you, you you know it's funny about that loud because just just hear you just say that the, the thing what I, I think a lot of people get twisted is they see so many times the finished product right and they assume that this person that did some abracadabra shit and they just right right there where they at you know you are where you are because you did what you did right a lot of times your children are the way they are because they chose to do you what what you put into them and also some of the decisions they made to get what they had. Now, exactly. I, don't, I don't put too much stuff on parents because some good parents out there. Got some kids do some dumb ass stuff. <laughs> there's some bad parents I out there. I think I'm one of them. Yeah, <laughs> and it, well, and there's some bad parents out there who kids that did some miraculous stuff. You're like, where the hell did that come right, from? Right. Parents like, I don't know. You should make things so nice for them. Well, I'm just saying, and, and it comes from both ways. And, you right. know, and, and a lot of times people don't acknowledge the right. sacrifice that you made. You right. know what I mean? Right. And they just look at, man, you, you doing good, doing good. Hey, you can do it too, man. Right. You don't want to go through this BS. <laughs> they don't recognize it like that. Yeah. What? It wasn't a... I'll like tell them. Right. That's that's got children. Yeah. You feel what they feel like you owe this. Mm-hmm. You, you owe this. But like, you, I dare you not, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. let, me, let me ask y'all a question. To that point, though, Rick, I think... Most damn people like that. Not that people feel entitled. I just think people are unrealistic about how difficult it is to acquire stuff Mm -hmm. or to succeed. Right. I just think people don't understand, like, sacrifices like shit. You know, like, damn. Tyler Pedro sleeping in his car for years. Yeah. All they see is the billionaire part. Exactly. Or, you know, just, you know, just say you've been at your job and all them years. Like, anyway, damn, boy, you're doing good and all that kind of stuff. But they ain't think about... When you was, you know, went to a little class they had here, mm-hmm. you did some overtime, you did, you actually did some some uncomfortable stuff right. to get where you're at. That's why I tell my kids all the time, it's very, very hard for anyone to tell me you don't want to do something. And I know I did so much stuff that I didn't want to do to get where I'm at. Mm-hmm. It's very hard if you tell me what the hell you want to do. Because, again, life's all about choices right. and our decision-making. You know, again, we're talking about, you know, did they teach you this in school? Your decision making is really going to, you know, be the whole telltale on how successful you're going to be in life. You know, I shared a story before when I was in the army, man. I was stationed in Germany. It was I was like a um, shit, man. I was probably like E4. You know, mm-hmm. it was like a specialist. It was one sergeant first class that had been in there 17 years, and then it was a captain, uh, second lieutenant, first lieutenant. I'm sorry, probably in there like six or seven years. Mm-hmm. They were making the same amount of money. This brother was near retirement, mm-hmm. and this officer been there seven years. And I remember because. It was around Tupac had died. Right, right. And we was in rehab, got the surgery on my knee. And I remember vividly when the saw we just in there chopping it up, you know, we're no ranker down like we just talking. And I remember the sergeant who had been almost 20 years. He said, Hey sir, do you think that's fair for you to make the same amount of money as me? Because you're an officer and I'm enlisted. Mm-hmm. And, and the officer asked, told him, he said, Man, life's about decisions. You've been in a over double the time as me. Mm-hmm. You could have went to officer school mm-hmm. and been making three times the money you're making now. With the time, mm-hmm. and I, yeah, but I'm saying now you we had crickets, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and you know it was great for me to hear that, right? Because I would have been here in the bias because when I heard like yeah man I don't think it's fair you know because I'm I'm enlisted 
and I'm here these just like him other enlisted people mm-hmm. saying the same thing. Like that, why they make more money than us and we've been in time. But I got a great damn point. Life about decisions. You said, man, you've been in there long double the time as me. At some point in time, you knew that we already make more money than y'all. Right. Hell, you could have went and did that at some point in time. Mm-hmm. But you didn't. A lot of times people don't want to be accountable. Right. If you think about it right now, just say you 45, 50 years old. You say, damn, man, I want to go to law school. I want to, you know, you know, get in the medical field or whatever. I'm too old. I'm too old. And the thing you had to ask yourself in two or three, if it take you uh, two or three years or four years to go to law school or whatever, go to medical school, and you say, I'm too old. But if you're going to be doing the same shit you're doing right now, what difference, does it what make? difference do it make? Right. What difference do it make? Right. You might as well. Spend that time doing something that's going to make you in a position where you're doing stuff you want. Right. As you damn sitting there complaining about what you want to do. Right. And life's so much fun when you're doing what you want to do. Yeah, trust. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> that's the thing about it, man. You, you you know, you always want to put yourself in a position where you got options. Mm-hmm. You always want to put yourself in a position where you can make decisions. So a lot of times people don't have options. They don't have decisions. They got to settle for what they can get. Right. Nobody wants to sit there and do that. Right. Nobody. Now they'll they'll flex. I'm this. I'm shit. You see that shit on social media all right. the time. Right. I'm the boss of me. I'm the boss. You ain't the boss of a guy. You know nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> COVID showed that. Right. And again, you know, I'm all about. You know me, man. I'm all about enjoying life. Uh, um, taking care of your family, doing all that kind of stuff and everything like that. But we in a doggy dog world. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I always tell people: put yourself in a position. Where you got as many options as possible. Right. And I never get in pushing, you know, you have your own business and all that. Or you got to, I don't do that. But I always say, excuse me, put yourself in a position there. And that can be just having different skill sets. Mm-hmm. You know, can you cut grass? Can you paint? Can you can you hammer, swing, cut, whatever, whatever you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you go, if you can barber, do how, if you actually know computers, you don't have to do that. But just knowing you can do it, right. you can pivot to something else. Right. But if you only know how to press on and off for <laughs> thirty damn years and the and the thirty year right before your retirement and they and your job moved to Mexico. <laughs> shit. Right. Shit. Come on now. I when I was uh younger, you know, I used I've always been a property manager, but it was a guy who, who um uh, he used to remodel houses gotcha. as, as part time, you know, on the weekends and stuff. And he worked with property management too. So, you know, one day he's like, hey, why don't you come help me remodel some of these houses? And I'm like, okay. I took it as an opportunity to learn different stuff as far as building walls and plumbing and all that stuff, much as I could. Um, for, at first, I took it for, for extra money. Gotcha. But once I got in there and started learning all of this other stuff, I took it as an opportunity to learn things. You, you know, power. Right. You know, I'm, I'm learning how to drywall. I'm learning how to do this and do that. I didn't really mess with the electrical because during that time, uh, wh- while I was doing that, I, I got it. I worked at one of the shopping centers. The electrician got in the switch gear and died. So I, after that, I wasn't fucking with electricity. <laughs> I was like, I ain't doing no electrical. <laughs> I, I, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cuss. <laughs> but I ain't, I ain't want to mess with no le- electricity. But I learned a lot of things just by taking the opportunity to go work with him on the weekends, you know what I'm saying? And now I can do I can do a few things, you know, as far as home and modeling. Yeah, don't don't worry about cussing me. I do enough for both of us. Okay. But uh <laughs> yeah, I know how it is. No one we only curse by accident. We never do it on purpose, right. you know, <laughs> talking to a soldier. Um but you know, man, just even with that point, man, you know, you feel so empowered once you learn something. Right. And that's the kicker uh, uh about it. A lot of times, you know, to acquire knowledge, to acquire experience, gonna you take some kind of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So that little time that you didn't want to, you know, spend to, you know, hey, man, I don't really want to work that. Yeah, weekend, whatever. Rain and yeah. outside and holidays, some holidays and stuff like that. Yeah, I didn't want to do holidays and stuff. But at the same time, I was making a little extra money and I was learning something. So I took uh-huh. it as an opportunity to do that. Let's do those things. Ex-wife didn't like it, but it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Why you always gone on the weekend? Hey. <laughs> but you putting it in, putting right. it in. Where that money at that you waited on the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Again, this is a Change the Live host by your truly Deontay Burton. Tonight's show we're talking about, did they teach you this in school? We have an open discussion in regards to um, a lot of things that, you know, people have been speaking about, you know, especially in adulthood, about what they weren't taught in school, what their parents didn't enlighten them with. And now we're just, you know, going back with a self-reflection, like, 
Did they not teach you this or were you even been receptive to it? Because you even put yourself in a position to learn it. You know, was you mature enough to do that? Uh, as always, in Change Your Lives, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, Instagram, Deontay underscore 77. Change Your Lives, hosted by your truly Deontay Burden on both the YouTube, Facebook, and uh, TikTok page. One more thing I forgot. Uh, Slick 316 is always getting on me about, you know, my different, you know, apparel and stuff. Tonight, <laughs> I got something to change in live gear, and I did the posting. Remember, you can check, uh, get all the apparel and everything um, at my website, DeontayBurden.com, mm-hmm. and everything the store is there tonight. I got a show, uh, Done is Better Than Perfect right. and everything. So, you know, I, these are one of my things in regards to, hey, listen, just, if you're just doing it, mm-hmm. it's better to have the perfect thing because a lot of times we stay stagnant. Trying to be trying right. To, yeah, trying to be right, do the best thing. You could have been completed something, moved on to the next task, mm-hmm. trying to be perfect. So, again, you can check out more fly gear like this. And I also put, posted uh, uh, one of my masks and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think it was uh, work hard and be humble okay. and everything. A lot of my slogans and stuff. I got the mask on Facebook and uh, on Instagram. But go to DeontayBurden.com uh, and just, you know, check out everything. If you want to book me for a speaker, I am. I mean, if you heard Les Brown and Tony Robbins and all them kind of stuff like that, you'll definitely get moved listening to Deontay Burton. Because when I get in my pulpit, Lord, <laughs> dead out of the grave, right. you know, and everything. You book me for a speaker, body apparel, have the links to Change the Lives uh, YouTube page. Also check out, you know, Mr. Short Dollar, where we talk about finance, personal, uh, personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, real estate, investing and stuff. I haven't brought up Mr. Short Dollar uh, tonight, but I will in a little bit about everything. But just go to DeontayBurton.com and have a lot of insight to a lot of stuff that I have going in my different brands and everything also with that. So just check that out also. But, uh, again, Lab, man, I, 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 with tonight's show, man, again, I, I thought that, self, that self-reflection piece, again, we're talking about did they teach you this in school? You know, again, where we're talking, you know, that people, you know, always talking about what they didn't learn what the teachers didn't do the education system didn't provide this in that form and i do think you have instances where people are being pushed through the system and getting railroaded but i do think there's a lot of times you know you gotta be realistic at that particular point in time 16 17 18 did you really want to learn something would you really just try and get out of class go holler at old girl <laughs> talk to the old boy you know you know whatever you know right. again because you know we weren't in the social media thing we had good love we didn't man you know you yeah, absolutely. More thing, we have fun, you know, take a picture of a girl with your Polaroid camera. <laughs> get a piece of paper and a pen, write that number po- down. Get a little Polaroid and shake it out. Yeah, boy, look what I had to do. Yeah. <laughs> that about the most fun. We ain't had this. You be like, whoa. Oh, yeah, right. These boys, they get a whole footage, man. Right. Oh, man. But kids. you know what? I'm going to give you a reflection on that. Mm-hmm. There was a friend of mine I had <laughs> back in high school. Well, he was like high school uh, uh, elementary school. That he was really into computers back then. I mm-hmm. mean, this guy was really into computers. And cool. I would go over his house and, and this show you how much how 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 um I could have been into computers, you know what I'm saying? He was gotcha. always say, Yeah, I, I would go over his house, he would always show me stuff like he was downloading pictures from the internet back in 86, 85. You know what I mean? Like cool. I ain't, you know, he was like, Yeah, you watch this picture, and we'd be sitting there waiting on that picture for 77 hours. It'd be a <laughs> negative girl, like, I'm gonna download this picture. But the point was, he was already in it. Yeah. He was already on the internet in 1985. You yeah, get what I'm saying? Exactly. He was already into computers. Now he make about seven hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because he was taking computers apart, putting them together. And I could have easily sat there and done that and learned that with him, but I chose to do something else. Yeah. So it's not his fault that I didn't learn it. It's my fault that I wasn't into it. But you you, you recognize the commitment he right. had to sit right. there and you say, okay, that's why. And that's the thing. I just think a lot of times people don't want to admit to that. Right. You know, it, it's a reason Do why. Do I regret you, it? Hell yeah. I should have been there. Still learning how to DJ. I should have been there putting the computers together with him. But the, the, flip, the flip side of it, though, the flip side about that, though, Lab, would you be interested in it? At the end of the day, your, right. your, your energy draws you to what you're interested in. I wasn't in. interested in it. Yeah. I was interested in them turntable and that mixer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just. Right. 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 I probably could have did. I, I, I agree, but you think about Just think about it like this. Just say if you love, if you have a passion, you start cutting grass. Mm-hmm. You got a passion for, you know, planting them old Chinese maples and mm-hmm. making Make something, that you know. Look good. Yeah, and, and, and that energy grows. Now you got this multi-million dollar landscaping business. Mm-hmm. Your energy did that. Mm-hmm. All is not to cut down grass, but your <laughs> energy right. is going to make you do this, that, and that. You know right. what I'm saying? I can talk on this mic all day and night. Right. I love talking. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, 
my energy grow helps me grow with that kind of stuff. People don't understand that I love doing deals, you know, making bit. I love doing that stuff. My energy. I stay up two or three in the morning trying to get stuff done. Mm -hmm. But you turn around and say, "Well, look, man, we got to do some stuff." I really wanted that. You dragging. Right. You lethargic. Right. You resentful. You don't want to do that. Right. It's a whole different dynamic. I just remember my last couple months in corporate America. I mean, I was just the damn walking dead. Mm -hmm. I ain't want to go to work. I ain't want to do this, that, and that. I ain't give a damn. They fired me. Not there, right? Shit, you know. <laughs> but you know, and again, you just you know, uh, 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 I, I, I just couldn't do it. It's just something that you when you done checked out of situations like that, you can't put that energy in to do it. Mm -hmm. But when you got something that you're passionate about that you love doing, man, shit, you can't put a price tag on. You right. damn out there doing it for free. You know, and, and, and that's what the difference between I think people that are super successful and all the people that work a lot. Mm -hmm. Because, again, you can make you a decent wage working, but you're out there working. Mm -hmm. But your energy, your passion ain't there. So you're staying busy. You're making money and stuff like that. But when you get in a situation where you're like, man, damn, they're like, they got to send you home from work. Mm -hmm. You know, that's when you're going to sit here and explode because you got so much passion with doing it. And it's the same thing we start talking about learning. If you right. really weren't receptive to doing it, because you had kids at the end when you were in school, believe you me. Right. You had kids that would meet with the teachers after school. Right. Sacrificing their time and doing certain things to get, you know, to mm -hmm. get to a next level. Right. And again, it, you know, it, they're in positions probably now. Because of that. And that doesn't mean people aren't going to be successful because they didn't have that actual passion in school because yours might have happened right after school or whatever and everything, and it happens. I, I just mean, speaking for myself, I always knew I was a very intelligent kid. But, I mean, like I said, until I went in the Army, right? and I had, damn, you know, a couple of sergeants, like, man, this is dumb as hell. <laughs> I'm doing sergeant, what the hell are they talking about? Right. But I'm working for sergeant. So what that means, what that make me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We got to fix this shit. You right. know what I'm saying? This ain't working. This ain't damn working. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you have to sit there and say to yourself, like, look, man, if you really want to be in a position where you're in some kind of control of your destiny, control of your power, you got to make some them decisions to put yourself in an uncomfortable spot. Mm -hmm. And again, at 15, 16, 17, 18, were you mature enough to make that mm -hmm. decision? Right. You know? That, and that's it. I remember, you know, Good friend of mine, uh, uh, attorney LaShawn Jenkins. Me and him went to high school together. Got his whole big loft practice out there in Phoenix and stuff. I remember, like yesterday, we were sitting in class and we were, uh, in calculus, senior okay. year. I done effed off all night long. <laughs> Shit, I don't know what the hell I did. That car we get in class. <laughs> I said, hey, Sean, what's the answer? I know I didn't do my homework. Sean said, ain't. <laughs> what you said? They ought to work all like trying to make this out. That's my partner. <laughs> right. If he tuning in, and he'll say it. That MF said, ain't. Right. You mean ain't? Because I didn't know. You fathom. Let me say this. If he would have asked me, I would have gave it right, to him. Right, Now, I would have gave it to him every day, but if he would have asked me, he said, I said, damn, I'm showing you. He said, nah, Pooch, I stay up all day. I'm not doing this. You, you could have did it, too. Right. I didn't eat trip. I right. respect. Didn't like it, but I respect it. <laughs> right. And I say this to that. That brother, I know, I know in high school, bags on his eyes right. was a dog. That's why he got a, you know, big old law firm now. Right. Because he always been that kind of dog. Right. And those are the kind of things about it. At 17 or 18, I was always smart. Right. But I didn't have that dog. Right. That dog came. Now I always been a dog for making money. Right. But pushing my intelligence, I didn't I I I didn't get like that till I got out of high school. Right. Army did that. Working, I always been that kind of person. And when those people, kind of people that are actually like that, it, it, it comes at a different time with different people. Mm -hmm. So do you think that if you would have went to the Army, you would have been a different type person? Oh, absolutely. 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 I think I've been okay, but absolutely. But not like? Oh, hell no. Hell no. I, I, I got more out of the Army than I, out of the military than I got out of any college, any damn thing. Oh, ab absolutely. Life? Life? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I wouldn't be the professional, especially the professional side and everything like that. I ain't say I want to win the college, but you know in the hell. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because the things you learn in the military, attention to detail, rushing away, uh um, you know, that professionalism, uh, you know, all that kind of thing, core things, how to especially the biggest thing I learned from the army was handling chaos. Mm -hmm. I got shit going on all the time when I'm steady, laser focused. You know, you you learn that in the military how to handle with stress and 
Uh, all those kind of things that if you make it through doing it, you know, world come around, crumble around me. I'm right. still focused on what I got to do. People say, I tell Pooch, how you do all that? I did it. I'm a soldier. Right. You know, and, that, and those kind of things you you learn in the military because you always got chaotic and stuff. You, every time you're doing this, switch out. Always right. doing this, switch off something else. And you ain't got time to bitch and complain about it. You guys got to do it. Right. So, yeah, no, nah, I, I wouldn't be nowhere near the professional that I am today without the military. Right. Now, again, I said, I've been smart. Like I said, brain capacity, brain capacity. But the Channel 2, oh, yeah, 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 they, yeah, yeah. They made a monster with that, you know, with everything <laughs> like that. Right. The pay one of the greatest. Right. That's why I look back at it now. I look at what PJ getting now and what I was getting. <laughs> oh, hell no. Rape. Say <laughs> <laughs> like nothing like it. Oh, my God, <laughs> man. I was getting like $600 a month. Right. P, I think P, you know, I ain't gonna say my son pay, right. but hey, it's public information. Right. But I was sitting here like, eat that over double. This right. is some book. Now I know it's 20 years later, but I was sitting like, this is some, you know. And again, like I said, that ran me up out of there. When I started looking, okay, look, you know, let's go on and get educated and go make this money and everything and stuff. So that was one of the biggest things, man. And uh, again, I can look back at myself. Man, I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. I wasn't I, ready I, for that. I, I was gonna go to the military. I, I regret getting talked out of it, but I was gonna go. I, and mm. I probably would still been in the military. Like, yeah, I would have still been there. The military ain't meant for everybody, but I will say this, and I'm very adamant about this. Parents, if your child, after graduation, they don't know what the hell to do. They don't know what the hell to do. And you know, you know your baby is not ready to go to no damn school because right. they really weren't that focused on Send her ass to the damn Peace Corp or something like that, whatever. Coast Guard. Coast Guard something. for a year or two. And then, you know, okay, I guarantee they'll figure it out. Right. You know, you know, that, you know. Nah, I wanted, I wanted, nah, I wanted to go to the Marines. I, I wasn't going to the other stuff. I was going to the Marines. Marines, you don't have the mental capacity. Yeah, I do. What do you mean? He wanted to piss him off. Piss him off. I should, he'd fit right in place. He'd fit in right in place. <laughs> well, you know what? The thing of it is, I, it, it, it wouldn't even be long. I mean, it's not that you're dealing with a lot of people that can't conform in the military. They just learn how mm-hmm. to handle stuff. Right. I was, gonna, I mean, the military now, as the point, I think a lot of people agree, especially people that was in the military prior to, just say, 2010. Mm-hmm. Like we're in a more, we have a more technical military. We can shoot bombs, blow stuff off from the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's totally different. Warfare is totally different. You still got places like Afghanistan. Place you got to go through and you know mm-hmm. foot so. But now it's it, you know it, it really is laser tag, and we're way above most of the world. Right. With I mean, if you really understand how warfare is, so I say this to say, you know, from an education point, a lot of people could get in. I, I mean, you. You get in, I think you can still get in now with a GED. One of my buddies is a recruiter, but you said I have so many high school hours. Right. Like you really could be a damn dropout and get in when I was right, coming in. Right, right, right. And I, I say this to say, when I came in, oh, it was game, bang. <laughs> I mean, it was some, man, hey, right. that whole. When my yeah. uncles went in at 7 8, when I saw them Shoot. go in, when they saw, I, when I saw them go to the Marines, I was already sold. When I saw them first come home at their basic training, I was like, oh, I'm in. I'm yeah. in. Then my uncles went that. Honor guard with the sword, you know, all that solid drill team and everything. I was like, oh, I'm in. I'm sold. But they was the ones who told me I couldn't go. Exactly. They couldn't. <laughs> but, 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 you know, my whole point with the game, man, I, I was just saying, I was in there with some damn fools. Right. But it was time to business. Cut they, it off. They cut it off. They cut it off. They cut it off. And then when it t- as soon as the whistle blew. They back <laughs> Ain't nothing like any Army post when them guys come back from the field. Infantry, field artillery, they've uh-huh. been gone for 45 days. You know it's going to be some damn fights at the bar, <laughs> murders. Because they got to get that attention. Oh, man, them damn fools. All right. They come out that damn field, man. <laughs> man, shoot, man, it, you know. You know, <laughs> it, 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 it's something to see. But, again, when it's time to take care of business, business. Hey, everybody told the professional. Right. It, it, it's a thing of beauty. You know what I'm saying? How it come together, Hey, right? man, hey, you know. Boy, y'all see. just fighting each other yesterday. Hey, man. And y'all working together today. <laughs> you know? and, that, and that's another thing you learn. You learn how somebody cuss you out, somebody be say this, say that, but they help you. Right. They end their teamwork. I mean, it's straight up teamwork. You got some people in there that, that, that are foul, but most of the time, teamwork. Because right. we get out there in the battle, man, shit. We all trying to make it back. Exactly. Yeah, well, you know, you know, hey, man. And that one, hey, you find out then who's the, you know, 
the effed up sergeant or the effed right. up captain. You know, we don't, we can't figure out how he got all these bullets in the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jet cussed this man out. He got a damn loaded damn M16. Right. He gonna talk about his damn wife, Miss Man. Shit. <laughs> Hey, I'm telling you, there's a lot of folks friendly fire. You right. know, you don't jet cuss this man out with a loaded gun, turn your back on him. <laughs> cool. We don't. With, with uh, live fire. Live, <laughs> it happen all the time. Right. It happen all the damn time. All the damn time and everything. You don't cuss nobody out with no damn loaded gun. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't on purpose of growing up in bank here. You said, like, you learn quick. And you shut the hell up. I had to go to Army for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But again, tonight's show, uh, this is Changing Live, hosted by your truly, Deontay Burton. We're talking about, um, did they teach you this in school? We have an open discussion in regards to, you know, different things, you know, in life that, you know, people address and say, okay, they weren't taught this, they weren't enlightened that. But then we ask ourselves and reflect back, were you really interested or even pay, prepared to get that information? Mm-hmm. A lot of time, we just weren't, you mm-hmm. know, and everything. So I just wanted to kind of have that discussion because far too often I hit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what they don't want you to know, this, that, and that. I think... A lot of information is accessible to you. And as we progress in life, we understand, you know, just, you know, myself had to go in these damn masterminds and all these different kind of things. Yeah, you won't really, you know, the game, game, you got to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But actually, the stuff that you could have got for free, you just didn't take advantage of it. Right. And it don't make you leave with dumb. It's just at different maturity level. Like Matt had asked, you know, was it how you were brought up, this, that, and that? Maybe some of it. But I think a lot of times it's just, you know, the inquisitive person is what? The inquisitive person. Right. You know, the person that has that drive and dog in them and stuff, they're that way. Mm-hmm. The person that's passive and don't want to, man, I don't want to deal with that shit. I don't want to, man, I don't, man, hell no, man. I, I get to talking and raise my hand, they're going to ask me some questions. I don't want to do that. The teacher asks questions, don't fold suck in their seat. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how you were. Right. You did not want to engage in conversations for it. The person that wants to get in front of the class and run their mouth that you laughed at, you know, that's mm-hmm. one person. But if you're the person that probably in 11th grade, you couldn't talk or you couldn't read. Right. Whatever the thing was, you're like, hey, man, don't call me. Don't. Whatever the reason was, regardless of that, and uh, you didn't take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And now as an adult, it's easy to reflect back and just say, hey, this, that, and that. And I want to just challenge people, stop dwelling on what you didn't do. Focus more on what you can do. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because as long as you're above ground, you got an opportunity to do anything. Right. So I just want to issue that person challenge out to everyone. Even if you have not accomplished what you have, what you feel like you should have accomplished in life, you didn't do it, you still can do it. Mm-hmm. You still can do it. The problem will stop everybody. What? Damn, they got to look at the path to get there. They got to look at the journey. Damn the journey. Appreciate it. Right. That gives you more realization. Like, damn, they really did deserve what the hell they got. <laughs> right. You know? When more you, than anything. You know? You see, I mean, do you, do you have some musicians and rappers that actually, you know, probably had, you know, came out and had a, a immediate success and stuff. Yeah, but I think the most of the time, the guy made a lot of sacrifices. Regardless right. of what you think about him, you still have to give up some stuff. Right. You know, you stay in somebody stay in the studio two or three days or maybe longer at a time, right. you know, whatever. See, they still yeah. did it. Right. The, the sacrifices are still sacrifices. And a lot of times, people just don't want to recognize the sacrifice. They want to focus on the finished product. Mm-hmm. And so the same thing that you can look back and just say, hey, man, and, and, and reason why I want to just go into that is just the more time that we spend about what we didn't learn and just be resentful, just say to yourself, because when you're honest with yourself, you're able to accomplish a lot more because the thought about what somebody didn't do for you or didn't give you, you're wasting energy thinking about it. When you focus back on what you should be doing or what you are going to be doing, that energy is channeled. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I won't really, you know, kind of uh, challenge everybody to do that and everything. Just really focus less on what you didn't get or what you weren't taught and focus more on what you are going to do mm-hmm. and what you're about to accomplish. Don't be afraid of the journey. Don't be afraid of the path. Just going to take it. Right. You know, again, like I said, man, if you know you're going to be on the same path for the next two, three, four years, shit, <laughs> man, take your ass, go, you know, go on and get there. No, no, don't be, don't be afraid to go back to school. Don't be afraid right. to go on to join the other game. It don't matter. Man, you know, young kids, that and? Right. It's not about what they trying to do. It's about what you're trying to do. Right. Focus. Let, they, they, they ain't your business. Your, your, your only thing that you're accountable for is you. Right. Focus on you and everything. So I hope, you know, you know, uh, our conversation inspired you guys, kind of helped you out 
Uh, as far as we on the fence about doing certain things in life, I hope we, we gave you that energy. It's been a great show tonight and everything. Um, good night, like I said, again, we talked about, did they teach you this in school? So I just want to challenge everybody that uh, uh, they have been dwelling on what they weren't taught or what they weren't given by the schools or the parents and stuff like that. Focus more on like, okay, didn't get it, let me move forward. Mm -hmm. Cause I think you spent just as much damn time giving reason why your ass didn't ask for it or whatever and everything. You know, and, and also, like I said, be realistic about the people that didn't get the information, but they in their capacity. Right. Be glad of what they did give you. Something to eat, somewhere to stay, clothes, and everything, role models, as opposed to they didn't teach me about investing. Man, I your granddaddy go, <laughs> invest? Shit, come on right. now. <laughs> No, your mom didn't know about no damn investing. They knew about working. And they gave you that work ethic. And you got that, and you just going to take it to another level right. and stuff. So those are the kind of things I just want, you know, really challenge everyone to think forward about. Again, it's been Changing Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check us out the same name uh, under Facebook as well. Um, make sure you check us out on TikTok on the Changing Lives. Follow me on uh, Instagram, Deontay underscore 77. Make sure you go to my other page, Mr. Short Dollar, where we talk about personal finance, entrepreneurship, uh, business, and real estate investing. Uh, Mr. Short Dollar is blowing up. I got apparel coming out for that soon, too. And I also want to announce my book is coming out. Uh -oh. I got the book coming out, uh -oh. and I just want to wait. Again, I usually don't tell people titles, stuff like that, <laughs> but this is so unique. What I did, and I shared it with my kids and everything, but I got my personal finance book coming out, guys. And everything, I'm super excited. Also, remember the course is coming out. Um, but what's it? November twelfth. Uh, please, that's a tentative, tentative date and everything like that. Right now, I'll be putting the information out. We'll be looking out for tax repairs for Majestic Being a Service. You will be working virtually and remotely, so I have that information out. If you want to come work for us at Majestic Being Services as a taxpayer this upcoming tax season. Also, the course uh, for you to start your own tax preparation business will be launched out soon. I probably have one or two more webinars in the next. Week to kind of get you know more traction with that, but mm -hmm. uh, the course will be out soon. A lot of great stuff coming for you guys for, uh, th through the end of the year. Uh, had a great meeting with a future business partner of mine. We got a whole nother course coming out at the end of the year. You know, it's just kind of like you know, you know. Listen, I'm super excited. I know you can feel my energy. You know, what I'm saying my hands are sweating, my hands are itchy. You know that means one. Hey, money, money, money. That short mother, you trying to make some money? You know. So I'm super excited about that. But also, I wanted to tell you guys again, I really appreciate the support that everyone has given me, uh, uh, the shows, my businesses and everything. My brother, Matt Austin, this is one of uh, me and his brothers in basic training uh -huh. back in 1995 together. Okay. Brother ran across me on, uh, on, on Facebook, man. Oh. Awesome, man. The world's so small. Be supporting the show. Hey, brother, I it's appreciate flat. you tuning in. Yeah. Hey, it's flat. Right. So you have no, no excuse about what you can and can't do. Because now you're the perfect chance. Now I can e email somebody in China, mm -hmm. do a deal with somebody in Mexico, sell all kind of stuff in Canada. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about I ain't left. My, I ain't, I'm still in my underwear sitting at my table at home. Exactly. Huh? Hey, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Right. And you sitting at home complaining about they ain't did this. Now, <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. To that point where we really need to just, you know, just to pivot off of this, you make sure you take your opportunity to go out there and vote. Because I just want to, you know, just swing into it. And I said it last week. It, if you really on your on your course about what you want to do in life, it don't damn matter who the president is. Right. I don't. I've been in business twenty years. Mm -hmm. Ain't that one of them? You know, you, you take advantage of programs out there, try to you know finesse and finagle some different grants and business and shit. Mm -hmm. But I don't give a damn who the president is. I, well, I don't mean that in the sense of you no, know, you know, I'm not gonna go out there and vote. You but they, yeah, they don't control my destiny. Right. They can control a lot of BS, so I care in that capacity. But if they're going to, like, end my world, hell no. Right. I got to pivot. Like, we all soldiers, we adapt and we overcome. And you have to have that kind of mindset because there are so many things in this life and this world that you can't control. Mm -hmm. Okay? Because, again, that's your civic duty to exercise, to go vote. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean it's going to go in your favor. That don't mean to go vote no more. I mean, keep voting and keep doing you. Right. That's it. The world, you're not going to have everything working in your favor. That don't mean quit. Right. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. We really got to rush. And like I said again, um, uh, if you have any issues with actually trying to, you know, get an opportunity to go to the poll, uh, you can look up 100 Black Men of uh, Metro Atlanta. We got to five chapters in uh, Metro Atlanta. I'm a member of South Metro. 
I know, you know, there's a lot of programs out there uh, uh, providing ways to the um, to the polls. I think through this Friday, you still can do early voting. Mm -hmm. Find out whatever county you're in. You can Google it. Find out the polling location for that particular county. But exercise that right to vote. Right. I like too late. You gotta take it to the polls. Too late. Yeah, that I, I didn't know that. Too, too late, late to mail the ballot. Yeah, and, it, and if you got it, they got a big drop box. You gotta for, take it to the drop box or your polling place in your county. Do not mail your ballot, your absentee ballot, and take it to the place it needs to go to. Okay, cool. It's too late. They won't accept it. They'll mark it late and send it back to you, saying it wasn't counted. Okay. Okay, cool. That's good information. Right. Too late to uh, do the mail-in ballots. You know, go drop it off, you know, wherever your particular polling location there for the early voting. But, again, you know, next Tuesday, November 3rd, make sure you, make sure you, you, that you're heard. Uh, you you exercise that right being a U.S. citizen and stuff. Take it, take full advantage of it and everything and stuff. I'm not promote who you're going to vote for. Everybody got different interests in different things. But uh, and that's not what we talk about in the show in, in general. But just take advantage of it, you know, again. And most importantly, you know, to, to the theme of tonight's show, Focus less on what you haven't received or what somebody didn't give you and focus more on what you're going to do for yourself. Hey, this is Change Alive, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Bird. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Remember, next week we're going to have uh, the Dollar Hour um, with Mr. Short Dollar. We, uh, I don't know the show we got next week, but you know that it's always going to be popping with your boy on the mic. <laughs> I'll make that short dollar hey, long. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. I'll make that short dollar long. There we go. There we go. But I, I, I appreciate you guys. So much. Love you guys. Thank you for the support. Keep supporting me. Make sure you go to DeontayBurton.com. Get some of this fly apparel and everything. Y'all think this is dope. Where do you see my other stuff? <laughs> Ladies, I got it all. I got the bikinis. I got the leggings. I got all other kind of stuff. The mask. Just check it out. You won't be disappointed, okay? Love you guys. Take care. Be safe out there. And if you got any questions, reach out to me. Make sure you join that email list and subscribe to the channel. Take care and see you later. Bye-bye.